This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He is the CEO over at Getter and also a former um, assistant, top assistant to President Trump. It's Jason Miller. Jason, how are you? Good to see you. Joe, great to be back with you. Fantastic interview with President Trump, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I was really glad glad that he gave us a a long time. Got about 21, 22 minutes with him. We covered a lot of bases. Thank you, by the way, for letting me put it up on Getter and for people seeing it. And I mean that because if you put it on Facebook, they'll block it. Nobody will see it. You put it on on Twitter, they'll ghost ban it. It'll still appear, but nobody can see it. On Getter, we got virality almost immediately. And I really appreciate that. That's, That's really what the goal was going in, wasn't it? Absolutely. And we put it right at the top of trending to make sure that everybody saw it. I thought that was a fantastic interview. And we know that the certain other social media platforms are going to go and try to block it or try to make sure that anything with President Trump never sees the light of day. You know what? We think everyone should have a political voice, uh, regardless of whether you're coming from the left or the right. Although magically, Joe, it seems like all the political discrimination is going in one direction. Isn't that weird? That's just so odd, isn't it? It's uh, Jason Miller. Go and sign up for Getter if you haven't yet. G-E-T-T-R.com or get the app on your on your um, your device, whether it's a phone or an iPad or whatever it happens to be. Uh, interestingly, and, and I mean this, yesterday I had a groundbreaking interview with uh, Dr. Peter uh, McCullough. Dr. McCullough says human beings should not be taking the vaccine, should not be taking the shots. And I knew that I couldn't put it on YouTube. I knew I couldn't put it on Twitter. I knew I couldn't put it on, on Facebook. I put it right on Getter and it's gotten virality very quickly because people should hear what he has to say. He's got peer-researched uh, or peer-studied or peer-reviewed studies and research that prove that there are issues here with this shot for certain people, if not for all people. But I, I, isn't it weird in this day and age, Jason, that I've got to go in and I've got to think to myself, well, Getter's going to let me post whatever I want and, and as long as I'm not threatening or killing somebody. Um, and, and that's the way it should be. But I've got to literally filter out what I can and can't put on Facebook and Twitter and on YouTube. And, and is there a way to change that or this is what we are? And if you want true freedom online, it's going to be with a, a service like yours. I think this is ultimately where we are because keep in mind, once they kicked off a sitting president yeah. of the United States, the guardrails are off. Uh, they're completely unencumbered for what they're going to go and do next. And it's really quite scary that we're almost moving to 
separate societies where one aspect of society wants to limit all speech, says that the only free speech has to be highly regulated, highly limited speech, whereas other people say, you know what, as long as you're not breaking the law, um, you should be able to voice your own opinion. And I think where, what this really goes to is about legal dissent. If you dare to disagree, Joe, with the majority opinion or with the, the wokesters who are in charge, the people who say I should have, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 uh, jabs uh, to make sure that you're completely healthy, right. um, then you have to go somewhere else. And by the way, here's the, here's the thing about uh, even your, your conversation with Dr. McCullough. Um, People, don't forget, Joe Biden said the pandemic is over. Yeah. Um, and Fauci is now riding off into the sunset uh, to go count his uh, Scrooge McDuck level uh, money that the guy has. Uh, and I, I don't know why they'd be censoring or shutting down topics uh, such as uh, the vaccine or boosters at all. Pfizer just admitted under oath that this never was going to stop the spread, doesn't stop you from getting it or spreading it. They had to admit that, yet Twitter kicked Dr. McCullough off of Twitter for telling the truth. And again, all peer-reviewed studies and research, and, and the guy's got, you know, he's world-renowned for, for his cardiac, uh, being a cardiologist and epidemiologist. So it's sick. But again, thank you for having this ability for all of us to go there and feel comfortable that I'm going to post. I'm just asking questions as an interviewer. I should be able to post what the answers are without any scrutiny. It's Jason Miller. Follow him at Jason Miller in D.C. Uh, on Getter. He's also still on Twitter, but I think he just copies the Getter stuff over to Twitter. I've got to ask you about CPAC Australia. And it's interesting, right before we started, I said, where are you right now? You, you had to think about it because you've been flying around so much. It's not really uh, where your feet are at any given time might be even up in the air for you. You're in New York right now, but you're in Australia at CPAC Australia. And lo and behold, you're going to tell the truth about censorship on, on big tech. And then you get censored on big tech. Fill me in. Well, yeah. So I was able to give a 10-minute speech at CPAC Australia uh, this past weekend. And, and again, uh, look. I work for President Trump. I've been a spokesman for President Trump. Uh, even when I'm bringing the so-called heat, it's usually measured. Uh, yeah. It's just there's a, a way that I'm going to carry myself, especially as a CEO of a company. But what I was talking about is, shocker, the importance of free speech, uh, but roping into what we're seeing in society uh, right now. And a speech about free speech was blocked on Facebook. And there's nothing uh, rhetorically uh, terrible in there. I wasn't using, I wasn't even using inappropriate language, right. but I was talking about the need for free speech. And the theme was that censorship has consequences. And I went through and I talked about what happened when uh, big tech and the media colluded to shut down the Hunter Biden story, mm -hmm. uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story. And then now where we are, censorship has consequences. Right. That was the theme of the speech. Facebook wouldn't let me post it. Jason, how do they get away with it? And I'm going to I'm going to add to that by by saying they all claim to be platforms. And when I hear platform, uh, I think of a platter that you would put food on. The platter has no uh, indication, no no input, no opinion on what food is put on it. And the people put the food on it, and then you can either eat the food or not. Uh, when you've got a platform, people will say things, they'll post things, put videos, pictures, whatever opinions. And the platform is supposed to be completely not not included. It's unbiased. It should not have any say whatsoever in what's on the platform. If you do decide what can and can't um, appear on your website or your app, then you're being a publisher, not a platform, and you shouldn't get the same sort of immunity from liability that Facebook and Twitter and these others enjoy. Why do they get away with it? They claim one thing, they're acting like the other thing. Well, short answer is because Congress is too big of wimps at this moment to That's go true. and change I agree. Section 230. Uh, now, once Republicans get the House back, and I think 
we have a good shot of getting the Senate back as well. It's going to be very, very close. Yeah. A couple of key races coming down to the wire here. Uh, really need Dr. Oz to, to beat Dr. Frankenstein um, <laughs> in, <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Although I do like the way his, his sweatshirt covers up the bolts. What is the Dr. story? I have no idea what the hoodie thing is. But, but obviously you saw the story where the NBC reporter interviews him, and he's got to read the questions off of the screen because he's still not well from his stroke. And then there are people attacking the reporter now. And trust me when I say that will start disappearing disappearing on Twitter and start disappearing on Facebook because it tells the truth, but it, it, it doesn't tell the story that Facebook and Twitter want to tell. So is there some, what can Congress do, do you think? Should the Republicans get the House and Senate back? And between you and me, I think there are members of Congress that are all bark, but they're afraid to lose their followings on these social media sites, and that might be why they haven't gone after them yet. But what can they literally do? Get rid of 230? Uh, start fining uh, these companies for not being fair? What do you do? So I think Section 230 simply needs to be reformed and say that if you're using political discrimination, if you're treating one group of users different from another group of users because you agree or disagree with their political ideology uh, of where they're coming from, then you shouldn't be able to have that liability shield that Section 230 provides. And again, not get too much down the rabbit hole. It's a law from back in 1996 when they're figuring out how to um, cover things such as the AOL blogs. Right. Uh, what made you a publisher, what made you um, essentially a platform. Section 230 is actually really, really important. This is how we protect free speech and make sure that there's this digital marketplace, this digital town square. And prior to taking this role at Getter, uh, I was one of those Republicans who kind of reflectively say, reflexively say, yeah, let's just get rid of Section 230. We need Section 230, okay. but it can't be abused politically like it is now. Well, it is. And we know that Facebook and Twitter are colluding with this White House. We know that for sure because uh, you remember Jen Psaki came out and said, look, if you're banned on one platform, every platform should ban you. And now we've got a FOIA request in for Karine Jean-Pierre and for Fauci to share their emails with Facebook. We want to know what they told them. We want to know what they told Twitter to, to post or not post. Jason, what's the recourse if it turns that they were working together? Doesn't that make them a de facto arm of the government? Therefore, they've got to allow us our First Amendment free speech rights? Well, there are a lot of ramifications that could come from this. And we've also seen some great work from the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri, so Landry and Schmidt, where they were able to effectively show that the White House was singling uh, for. But what we need to do is to show uh, kind of pull the the curtain back and show that these so-called progressive governments like the Biden White or even as we look uh, just north of the border um, are actually the ones becoming authoritarians. Uh, It's as I always say, it's as if they read 1984 and are using it as an instruction guide. Exactly right. This is not the way, not the way it's supposed to be working, folks. So I've got to ask you, so I'm not kissing up, but it just works very well. Getter works very well for me. I've got only almost 200,000 on there. I've only got 130,000 on Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2009. So uh, almost 200,000. I'm getting great virality, great engagement. People are showing up and watching the show because it all works hand in hand. How did you do it? And I want to throw Parler into the mix because I've got 350,000 on Parler. Nobody sees anything. I get no engagement whatsoever. They're still, you know, uh, in the dark ages after they were attacked, I think, en masse by big tech when they all colluded, in my opinion. How did you do it on Getter? Why is it that Getter is safe from that? Well, first thing I did was hire a bunch of people who are smarter than me. <laughs> <to> <laughs> there you go. The thing. But our engineering team 
these guys are geniuses. They're coming up with things every single day. I didn't even ask for it. It's like, wait, why are we doing this? And they're, oh, well, it improves the user experience. But because there are people out there who are hungry, who want this passion, have this free speech community. Yeah. And again, whether you're taking the vision, the short videos, which I know you've been posting, right. the live streaming of the shows or the regular timelines, putting that together in one spot and actually starting on Monday will be the first steps of monetization implementation. So we start phasing that in. So we're one step closer to, for people such as yourself to say, you know what? I don't even have to go and post anywhere unless I know that I'm gonna be, my speech rights are going to be protected. Exactly. But to go and build this, uh, when I was working for President Trump and I saw this hunger, this desire to have a new platform, um, I, I immediately seized on it. Now, I will say with regard to the parlor folks, ideologically, they're very much uh, pioneers and trendsetters in this free speech movement. And right. I have to give them a lot of credit where credit's due. Um, it's one thing to launch a platform, but keeping it going and continually evolving to keep it interesting and refreshing uh, for the users is hard. That's why I told President Trump with his platform, I was like, sir, it's one thing to launch it, but to make this thing continually grow and right. evolve is even harder. Uh, and that's what we have to do. So when we launched it, yes, we knew that immediately folks would say we're a competitor to Twitter uh, or Facebook, but where we're going we want to challenge TikTok. We want to challenge YouTube. We want to actually, ultimately, where I want to get to is challenging Amex and Visa uh, and more uh, the DeFi concept of decentralizing uh, the lending structure in the U.S., but that'll be a next next appearance. No, I would love to see that. And by the way, those who are not on Getter, when he talks about visions, I mean, Jason is really referring to short videos like TikTok does and actually YouTube Shorts does it as well. Instagram has reels. You guys competing in that in that same space is really, really effective because I can take a vision that I post on, on your site and I can put it everywhere else, but I'm seeing more engagement from your site by a lot, by like five times. So it's very, very interesting. As it grows, I also see Brazil's on there like crazy. I see some people in the Middle East on there like Australia's on there like crazy. Free China is on there like crazy. How are you able to reach out outside the U.S. so quickly and so effectively? Because, again, we'll bring up truth for a second. You can't get on truth unless you use a VPN outside the U.S. Uh, exactly, because I said two goals at the very beginning of launching Getter. Number one, the technology had to be good, but also forward looking, that it wasn't enough just to say we're going to try to be um, a, a really good at microblogging, which right. is what Twitter and Facebook are. But we need to take two, three, four steps down the road on how we're going to continually grow. We've done that. The other thing I said is that I want to make sure this is not some American echo chamber. Let's go around and identify where there are formed audiences, whether we have Brazil, where people are being discriminated against politically. Uh, you look at the UK, we're actually Ofcom. Uh, came out and filed something uh, against Mark Stein for his interview with Naomi Wolf. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, believe it or not. And so Ofcom, these guys are completely bonkers, uh, which I can say here in the U.S., but they, they are bonkers. <laughs> the EU, don't get me started on the EU. Right. But there are so many different countries and communities. Australia, we all saw the lockdowns 18 months I mean, we thought we had it rough here in a couple of places in the U.S. Right. Australia just said, hey, 18 months. So there are all these groups of people around the world that want that freedom. They want that independence. And uh, as I've shown from my willingness to go and hop on uh, long uh, transcontinental uh, flights, um, you have to just go and put in the uh, uh, the hard work to do it. I stay up very late, and I sometimes will text you at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you'll answer me. I'm like, where are you that you're still awake at 3? Because I figure that you'll wake up and get the text the next day. Oh, no, I'm in Australia. I'm in 
Brazil today, I'm in wherever, and, and I think that's part of the outreach. You actually show up. I am the representative of this website. Let me show you why the platform's going to work. Let me circle back to the Facebook thing. Is there any sort of a recourse for you? Can you tell Facebook, what are you, crazy? There's nothing against your terms of service on here. Because, look, the TOS either means something or it doesn't. It doesn't say you can't criticize free speech online. So what, what excuse did they give for not showing it? Uh, well, they didn't. They just said that your video is blocked and it's uh, not available for others to see. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't go and follow it to the next level okay. and, and try to go and push on because guess what? I launched what I think is the best social media platform out there. Uh, but the reason why I will take these videos is to go and show people continually that there is this vibrant community at Getter that's growing. Uh, and also just to make sure they know that, uh, no, we're not going to um, uh, slink away into the darkness. We're growing. We're where the energy is. Facebook is laying off people. We're hiring people. I want to ask you one thing about monetization, then I'll let you go. Uh, thanks a million, Jason, for always making the time for my show and for me. Thank you. Um, I, I, I stream my show live on Twitch. Twitch has monetization where you can give bits, which is kind of money. They can do subscriptions. That's some money. They can do donations. What level you go there? Are you trying to take on Twitch? Or are you trying to take on YouTube where the partners there also can do like, you know, YouTube uh, super chats and make money that way? Will it be the same sort of thing? Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm trying to take all of them on. And okay. the other thing too, Joe, is with Getter, you're going to keep a lot more of your money. And so for where some of these splits, uh, content creators are only getting uh, 40, maybe 45 cents on the dollar right. in some of these places, depending on what they're doing. We're starting at a bare minimum. We're starting on users, uh, content creators, being able to keep 65 cents on the dollar, if not more. That's great. And so when you look at a 50% increase uh, in a, a revenue split, you realize, okay, uh, if the community is there with Getter, make a lot more sense uh, to monetize there as opposed to places where the, the platforms will keep a lot more. So we have a lot of leeway because keep in mind, we can monetize from so many different aspects, whether it be from the microblogging, the visions, the live streams. But yes, we'll have both the subscription base. Uh, we'll have essentially the pre-roll videos that come into it. Now uh, we'll have the the static ads the, um, uh, that are able to um, that you can go and buy both from the uh, programmatic, but then also from the direct ad sales. Right. In fact, when I said we're hiring, I literally just hired my director of ad sales today. I'm so excited. She starts in a week. Um, although she lives down there uh, near Naples and Fort Myer, and fortunately yeah. she didn't totally get wiped out. She's ready to go. We're hiring. We're putting good stuff together. And so, Joe, we're glad you're on Getter. Well, listen, I appreciate the, the platform for sure. I push it every single day. Hopefully people are, are going there and following. Again, I'll hit 200,000 very soon, which is which is massive in a very short amount of time. Jason, thanks for, for coming back on. Thank you for telling me what Facebook did to you. And keep on keeping on with Getter. We really love it. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You ready, Carrie? Oh, yeah. I know you're going to do it. 
I keep forgetting. Are you on Getter yet? See what I did there? <laughs> I keep forgetting. What? Why? Why can't you go follow me on Getter? No, no. It's a problem. I will not. All right, glad to have you here. Listen, you guys listen to me because you, you know that I'm honest, you know that I'm truthful, you know that I'm factual. Uh, Carrie sent me that uh, that information. She's absolutely right. The the um, Rio Grande does start in Colorado. I don't know how many cliffs are there. There might be cliffs there too. But what Joe Biden said other than that certainly didn't make any sense. But yes, I was incorrect that the Rio Grande is not in Colorado. It is in Colorado. And you will not find many talk show hosts that are big enough to admit when they get it wrong. Um, I, I've never, my, I'm 56, I've never heard that the Rio Grande River was in Colorado. Did you ever hear that, Karen? No, I had not. And normally I'd make fun of you, especially because you have admitted you are wrong about something, but I was wrong too. So There you go. There you go. Fun All right, so, so we have now corrected it. Those of you in Colorado, stop uh, sending emails and stop <laughs> tweeting me. I appreciate it. I now know. But everything else he said was kind of dorky. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Much more to come. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.